0: In the holy name of Jesus, amen. There is something I've noticed about some World War II movies. There's a carefree party that is juxtaposed with the troubling realities of war. Several movies like Schindler's List, Good Evening Mr. Wallenberg, Downfall, and Life is Beautiful have this juxtaposition... That's sometimes hard to watch, because we know what happens. No matter how great the party is in the movie, and for a moment even makes us believe that war isn't happening, we can't actually help see the party without seeing it through the ending, which means people will die and the party won't last. Palm Sunday is sort of like that moment. In your Bibles, there probably is a heading labeled the triumphal entry, as it describes Palm Sunday. It feels very festive with palm branches, as we have out in the narthex. People singing, throwing their coats along the road. But even with all that festivities, we know that darkness is just around the corner. No matter how hard we try to keep it festive, as we look back to Palm Sunday, we always have to look back through Good Friday and Jesus' death. I would like to tell, for, uh, tell all of us, at least for today, that we could just ignore Good Friday Just kind of keep things joyful. Let's rejoice in this triumphal entry. I would tell you that if it weren't for Jesus. Jesus has another word for us. He also says in the gospel reading, the very first sentence, Now my soul is troubled. It's not quite that festive, is it? Triumphal entries don't normally stress out the guy who is celebrated. Usually it does the exact opposite. But Jesus sees the party that's happening, and at the same time he does see somewhat of a larger story where on Good Friday he will die. This is actually characterized by the fact that we had two gospel readings tonight. The one, the Palm Sunday one. And then the other one, which is also known as the Passion Story. Now when you watch the sort of films I mentioned, and by the way, there's only one English-speaking film I just mentioned before, that have parties in the midst of war You can actually process these scenes in two ways. First is through denial. Denying what is happening so that you, the viewer, can actually enjoy the scene. In fact, two films, Downfall, which is actually a German film, and Schindler's List, that's the American film, actually entice you into denial. To actually enjoy the party that you see before something snaps you out of it usually by something awful, but at the same time, true. You're snapped back into reality. The thing is, though, this way of handling our lives is very common for many of us. Denying what is happening in our lives, either by substance abuse or, normally, by just plain old willpower. But the problem with this denial is that You are simply living a lie. And when tomorrow arrives, you need to continue on living that life of denial. But there is another way of understanding these scenes, party in the midst of war. And that is actually through hope. That's usually exhibited by a character in the movie itself. These hopeful characters who are aware of the reality. That people are dying around them. That there is real war. But at the same time are not overwhelmed by it. Actually help us watch the film. They're the people who actually keep us from just simply turning it off. The hope exhibited in these characters is... In the overwhelming sense that life is worth living, because even in the midst of war and struggle, joy exists. For these characters, they have joy in the midst of war without denying the pain, because the larger story is that life will overcome death. And this is Jesus today. He is that character. While the Pharisees want the people to stop rejoicing, Jesus lets them continue, even though they don't quite understand what's happening. Because in five days they will say, crucify him. This party does not overshadow what will happen in five days either, because Jesus shows that he is troubled. Even triumphant And confident Jesus is troubled by what is going to happen to him. But in that same moment, the Heavenly Father speaks from heaven and says, I will glorify my name again. Which is biblical talk for saying, I will show you what sort of God I am. For us, this is precisely what hope is. When God manifests himself as the God of grace. See, as we look at Palm Sunday through Good Friday, we we see what what sort of God is actually capable of hope and joy in the midst of pain, suffering, and death. That God is the one who, when Jesus is lifted up, draws all people to himself. Looking through Good Friday to Palm Sunday means we can't understand Palm Sunday without seeing the love of God shown to us on the cross. So God's name is Glorified when his love is manifested as Jesus is lifted up to die for you. Thus, at the very darkest moment of the world, where all the sins of the world are put upon Jesus in his death, at that very darkest moment, rather than showing us the absence of love, it's precisely the seat of love. Thus, the voice from heaven that says, I will glorify my name, isn't to remind Jesus. He has hope. But it's for us. Just like his lifting up isn't for him. He knows he is king. But it is for us. So that when we think life can't get any worse rather than being in the darkness, we actually find joy, hope, and light when we are actually drawn to the cross. Palm Sunday is this moment. Is this moment for us. We can really enjoy Palm Sunday, even though the crucifixion is about to take place because the larger story, The full story that encompasses the crucifixion is Easter. It is the resurrection. Thus, we don't deny the struggles of our lives by rejoicing today, but we rejoice today because there is a real hope that in the resurrection, death, pain, struggle, will give way to eternal life. And no matter what our struggles are, joy exists because Christ dies for you. In the holy name of Jesus, amen.